Well, good morning, everyone. Firstly, I hope you all had a wonderful and blessed Christmas with your family and loved ones. I was blessed to be able to spend five days back home in Esmond with my immediate family and my extended family. I got ahead of the storm, waited out, and then made it back. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was awesome to be home with so many of my family members, and I'm so grateful I was able to do that. It's been many years since I could do that. Secondly, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Um, if, any of you, if any of you by chance got a new recliner chair for Christmas and you want to get rid of your old one, let me know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm looking for a, for a good, comfortable chair for my room in the rectory. <laughs> I like to get one that swivels too, so that's a part of it. Um, so my email is on the front of the bulletin. And so if you got any prospects, shoot me a message, send me a picture of the chair, and maybe I'll swing by and take it off your hands, okay? <laughs> All right, okay, now my friends, let's, uh, let's dive into this beautiful feast we celebrate today. The Feast of the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And I always make sure I wear this uh, special vestment on this day. This is a, a chasuble that my family gave me on my ordination. So uh, the Feast of the Holy Family, I make sure I wear my family's chasuble. You know, our first reading from Sirach, it, uh, it really brings back an emotional memory for me. If you, didn't, if you hadn't heard before, if you kind of uh, didn't hear it closely, I urge you to read that again today. Actually, let me, read, let me read these words for you right here. It's, Sirach said, God sets a father in honor over his children. A mother's authority he confirms over her son, sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preser preserves himself from sin. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches who reveres his mother. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children, and when he prays, is heard. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. You know, this, that reading, it, it reminds me of when I was still in the seminary. Back in, in 2016, during Christmas break that year, I went on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land with several, several other seminarians. And on this very same feast day in 2016, we visited the Basilica of the Annunciation in Nazareth. That basilica is built right over the spot that the angel Gabriel spoke to Mary and she conceived by the Holy Spirit, Jesus. You know, our group that I was with was, we were able to celebrate mass in the Church of St. Joseph, which it's located on the same, in the same complex, the same property. And according to tradition, this church is built over the workshop of Joseph. 
And some of the tradition also claims this was Joseph's house where the Holy Family lived after returning back from Egypt. And it was in this church that our group celebrated Mass for the Feast of the Holy Family. And uh, I had an experience there I'll never forget. You know, on the side altar, there was a statue of Mary, you know, like we have here. But it was, a, it was actually a, you know, a little altar, a little chapel that had a, a domed ceiling above it. And there was a mural painting of the Holy Family in that dome above the statue of Mary that I'll never forget. I've never seen an image of the Holy Family like that before. It depicted Jesus as an adult, an adult man. And Joseph was an elderly man, very advanced in years. And it depicted Joseph, you know, sitting on a chair with, um, with Jesus and Mary on each side of him. And um, he just knew that it was an image of, you know, the final, final years of Joseph's life. Who knows how, long, how much longer he lived after that. He was very tired. You know, he was, his head was slouched and leaning over to the side. His eyes were closed. And, and Mary was, he was resting his head on, on Mary's hand. And Jesus, as an adult, he's, he was right, he's got his shoulder on Joseph, or his hand on Joseph's shoulder comforting him. They were right there with him in his time of need. After everything, so much he did for them, taking care of the Holy Family. And then, And then at that Mass, I hear these, these closing words from, the, from that reading from Sirach. It says, My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fails, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten firmly planted against the death of your sins, a house raised in justice to you. You know, I became so emotional thinking about my own elderly father, Jerry, at that time, and how, uh, how important he is to me, and how important family is to God, and how important it is that we, that we honor and take care of the members of our family. And boy, did I pray, I prayed so hard for my dad's health and well-being that day in that mass and in that church. And also for the repose of the soul of my mother, Marvelyn. You know, something that I think is common among people is that as, as we age and get older, we begin we can begin to realize that that family is one of the most important things in life. And here's the ultimate reason for that, my friends. The communion of the family 
is preparation for the communion of God's family. And another word for that is heaven. If we forget that, then two things can happen. One is that we can exalt earthly family life to be the only thing that matters. The other thing that can happen is that we may not live our family life the way God intends. This is what can happen if we forget that the communion of the earthly family is preparation for the communion of God's family, heaven. This is why the Catholic Church devotes so much to protecting the sanctity of the human family as God has created it to be. Family has a mission. It's not meant to be just about this life. You know, in the section of the Catechism that teaches about the sacraments, here is what the Catholic Church says. Two other sacraments, holy orders and matrimony, are directed towards the salvation of others. Two other sacraments, holy orders and matrimony, are directed towards the salvation of others. You know, when I do marriage prep for, for young couples, and I ask these engaged couples, you know, why, why they want to get married? No one has ever answered by saying, well, because I want to get my spouse to heaven. <laughs> you know, I tell people in marriage prep and baptismal prep that the number one responsibility you have as a spouse and a parent in the eyes of God is to try and get your spouse and children to heaven. Brothers and sisters, natural marriage between one man and one woman established by God is sacred. It exists for the salvation of those you love. And here's my challenge to you who are married. Do you know that? Are you living your marriage so that your spouse and your children know how to enter the family of God? That is the purpose of marriage. That is why the family matters, my friends. The family is the best place to learn to be human. It's how we learn to forgive each other. It's how we learn that we are loved unconditionally. It's where we learn how to suffer together and to stand up for what is good and right and beautiful. It's where we learn that sometimes for the good of others, we have to say no to ourselves and make sacrifices. Brothers and sisters, today's feast invites us to rejoice because the good news is that we were created for the communion that is heaven. The more we realize that, the more we live for that, the better our life will be. That's the reason we were created. And the family is one of the best tools we have to help us get there. When I pray for the families in our parish, that's what I pray for. That in our life as a family, 
we may learn how to make each other holy, that we will prepare each other for the kingdom of God. So allow me to conclude, to conclude with this prayer to our holy family. O holy family of Nazareth, make our family one with you. Help us to be instruments of peace. Grant that love, strengthened by grace, may prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families may pass. May we, we always have God at the center of our hearts and homes until we are all one family, happy and at peace in our true home with you in heaven. Amen.